Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. Today, Workout Wednesday, it's a sweet one, but truly a bittersweet one because it's a workout Wednesday where, listen, my workouts today ain't going that hot. We're still in recovery mode, still getting ready uh, after surgery. Today's the first day I'm back to driving again, off the painkillers, uh, feeling good, feeling good for sure. Uh, definitely a little bit less hazy, cloudy out there, getting rid of that anesthesia flushed out of the system. Uh, those narcotic painkillers, getting all rid of those. Um, and you know, people, might, you guys might be asking, what the hell is a PT doing with narcotics, right? Um, aren't those supposed to be bad? The answer is yes. They're awful when they're misused. Um, and again, honestly, even the pain to that I had beginning after surgery, it was not the worst pain in my life. It was not the worst pain I've ever had in the world. But they gave me the pills as an option to alternate with Tylenol. I spaced them out real well. I'm a big fan of let's mitigate the amount of pain I'm in in the first 48, 72 hours as opposed to taking the alternative where I try and tough it out. I get through without medication. Uh, then, you know, three days later, I'm like, or two days later, I'm like, damn, I, I need a little something to take the edge off because uh, the healing isn't as smooth. It's not letting me move uh, quite the same way that I want to. So again, I'm a big fan of using it for its purpose, which is to reduce pain in the acute area. I know the tissue has to go through acute stages of healing. So when it's irritable, when it's a little bit tender, when it's gnarly and bruised up, hell yeah, I'll use that stuff. And again, it's all about moderation and using it at the right time for the right reason. But even driving now, the having the seatbelt strapped over, uh, yeah, it's a little sore. So even more, you know, I was never highly motivated before to get in a car accident crash, but now I'm even more highly motivated not to. I can absolutely guarantee that. But today, Workout Wednesday, what are we talking about? It's a good philosophy that I think this is probably the number, maybe not the number one thing CrossFit is known for, but I think one of the things that CrossFit has got so right over the years since its establishment, it's about diagnostics and it's about diagnostics of how am I performing as an overall human human movement performance system and what do I mean by that they've got the benchmark workouts and this is what we're talking about today is establishing your own benchmark workout and this is a workout that you do ideally it should be one that you like that you enjoy because guess what you ain't gonna do it if you don't like it right so or you ain't gonna do it over and over and over and over and actually kind of in maybe a minor version of a sick sadistic way like oh my gosh I'm going to inflict so much punishment on myself actually kind of enjoy it a lot but anyways we want to get a workout going for you it can be a ton of different stuff but a cu- one workout for sure if not a couple that you do this on a semi-frequent basis in addition to all your other training and this is a good way of saying how am I performing today this week, this month, how has my training been going? It's a diagnostic check-in for your human movement performance system. And so this has got to be one that tests as a 
a, that tests decent range of motion, that tests endurance, as well as boom, fast, explosive capability of your muscles and really your whole system, your endurance system, um, fast power generation, the whole gamut of movement. Um, for me, what I use is, well, we've got the Murph workout. And the Murph workout is typically um, named after a former Lieutenant Murphy um, who passed away in the Army. And he did this, and the story goes, he did this every day. And so that's why they named it after him for a training. But it's you run a mile at the beginning, then you run a mile at the very end to end the workout as fast as you can. But then in the middle, it's a series of 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 bodyweight squats. And those are typically divided up into 10 sections of 10, 20, 30 of each. I've modified that for myself to get a little bit more of a, a full picture for myself. So, um, you know, honestly, sometimes it's day by day um, and workout by workout, whether I've got the situation to best do all the running or not. Um, some days I do, some days I don't. But anyways, regardless of that, what I do for my check-in is... I'll do the, the first set of pull-ups. I always do as many pull-ups as I can. No matter um, how many that is, it's always going to be over 10 for sure. As many pull-ups as I can until I drop. Uh, then after that, uh, then so each set after that, then I just do 10. Even if I only get 8, I have to drop and do 2 more later. That's fine. Sometimes by the 10th round at the very end, I'm literally doing like 3, then 3, then 3, then 1. That's fine. I eventually get there. You're gassed. Um... Uh, then for push-ups, I'll knock it up. No, I start to do 25 push-ups. Uh, then after the push-ups are involved, I'll go ahead to um, the bodyweight squats. Still do 30 bodyweight squats. Um, you know, you don't want to get too bored there just nailing out the bodyweight stuff. Um, uh, then after that, I'll go ahead and I'll add 25 crunches to the mix. I like these because literally there's no other time where I'm ever doing crunches. Um, I'm often doing much more dynamic controlled stuff for planks um, and other rotational movements in motion and, st and counter stabilization for core. More working on the transverse abdominis, so I like it a lot because, hey, this is typically we see the crunches as a bad thing. No, they're an overused thing, not a bad thing. So let me go for myself where it's more underused, but incorporate it a little bit every so often, once in a while. That's what I like using it for. And in addition, um, so that's what I do. I go through my cycle that way. And for me, this Murph workout or the modified Murph workout, that's my benchmark workout. That's what I do to say, okay, how is my system going? How's my muscular performance? How's my endurance? How is my rate of breathing? What's the quality to the full range that I get to? How tired am I? Because um, it doesn't do much good to tell you how tired you are after the first set, let's say. But when you get to the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, and last, that's when you've actually got a diagnostic validity for, for you when you get tired in that area. But then how explosive can I be? How fast can I recover between these sets and still feel good about what I'm doing and what I'm putting out there for myself? So that's what I use. Um, again, why I said CrossFit is so good at this typically, and I'm going to argue sometimes, um, sometimes a little bit too crazy with this idea, is that they have all these benchmark workouts, all the kind of the CrossFit ladies you hear about, all the, the names of these girls, whether it's um, Fran, um, it's probably one of the more famous ones that I go back to, or there's um, 
there's Hera for like the Hercules style workout. But anyways, you've got all these different CrossFit lady workouts and all these different CrossFit workouts in general, regardless of their name, that they're famous for what they are. And by by having these benchmarks, by having this criteria that we keep running back to over and over, it's a great way of saying how am I improving and what and am I improving these different areas. Um, I think sometimes to have the idea of I'm going to hit a one rep max every single day, one, isn't realistic. There are so many life factors that affect how we lift. When we lift with other people, they don't always know kind of what we did the day before, um, the couple days before, how our sleep was, how our nutrition is, um, what our mindset was, what's our life in the work environment. Did you just come from, you know, making love with your spouse or being in an awful argument with your spouse? This is kind of entertaining. I'm just kind of driving behind a police car right now and on the back, uh, kind of to open open their trunk, they got some uh, long fingerprints in there, kind of like uh, somebody clawing on for dear life. So, uh, you know, just entertaining observation. Nothing to do whatsoever with the podcast today, but, uh, well, hope the person who was clinging on for dear life is hanging in there. Anyways, um, yeah, enough about police cars and strange fingerprints, right? So... Getting back to these workouts, I like the idea of having benchmarks for ourselves. Like we said, it's not about hopping on the scale every day. It's not about necessarily saying, oh, today I was, you know, 11 seconds slower in this half-hour workout. Well, that may or may not mean anything on a given day, but it's about where the trends are going and how your body feels and what what the ease of movement is and are you really breathing with it too all this different criteria we talk about and all these different workout podcasts we've done and all these other workout principles they still apply just because you're going for a a max or just because you're going for your best effort doesn't mean you can optimally kind of just eradicate all these other principles to go for the path of least resistance no it's still about holding a standard for yourself but observing as you hold that standard, how your body adapts and changes and performs over time. All right, y'all, that's my message. So again, it doesn't have to be kind of a formal workout that um, you've done with somebody in the past. It doesn't have to be, you know, a named CrossFit workout. It can be whatever you want. But do a workout that you enjoy, that you like. Maybe for you, it's a distance you like to run. Maybe it's a 5K distance. Maybe you like that. Maybe you're a crazy sprinter like I am not and for you it's going to be a 200 meter sprint and that's your thing or you know you're going back you're a 25 year old athlete you're a little bit outside of doing hurdles but you're putting up the hurdles and you're going man um it can be whatever you want it to be but you see I do with some regularity you got to enjoy it and hey get ready to turn it up have fun out there and measure your performance in a way that's meaningful for you by actually performing. All right, y'all. Keep working hard out there. Get those muscles pumping. Simply not easy.